Um, I had a little side tangent I wanted to take here and ask you a question. Do you hate your job? Of course you do. So do Liz and Noah. Now it's time to join their conversation so you can figure out how to quit your soul-crushing job. When can I quit my job? Episode 24. Okay. I'll because allow not, it. Thank you. Not too long ago, you were having a little bit of a difficult time because you hadn't found like what you would mm-hmm. call your calling mm-hmm. or something like that. Right. Like, yeah. So do you think that the cliches that we've just been talking about, about passion can be detrimental in the, in the fact that like you could find plenty of things that are like good enough, like kind of like mm-hmm. we've been talking yeah. about, yeah. but you don't feel that fire. So because of what you have heard about passion, you feel like it's not good enough. Wait, say that one. That so last like, one more time? because you haven't hit that level of passion that you've built up in your mind because of things you've heard about passion, that whatever you encounter is not good enough, like as a, a career or profession. Maybe. So something else occurred to me that I think kind of relates to your question. And that is, I think there are different personality types that okay. will... Like that they prior- passion. prioritize passion higher yes. than others? Yes. I think that's a thing. I think yeah. people can be happier. They're called certain, artists certain, and yoga instructors. Certain types of people <laughs> will... Um, and it's actually one of my coworkers now. She actually... It was kind of funny to me. We were talking about her boyfriend. And he's going to be finishing up school to be an accountant... Oh, there's something to be passionate about. And but no, it's funny. Yeah, well, kind of like I think I asked him, her if he liked it, mm-hmm. and actually, I might have been asking her about something else altogether. I was, I was actually, I was asking her about something totally separate from this. So sorry, okay. <laughs> I was misleading. And her response was, "Well, he's not really passionate about anything." So he just kind of goes with the flow. And how millennial. <laughs> they are young. So so in talking about all of this, I was thinking about that and how yeah, maybe on a certain level there are types of people who well maybe one don't get passionate about anything. Mhm. So even Well, the, mm-hmm. so this kind of harkens back to an earlier conversation. I think People are passionate about one thing or another, even if it's like sleep or Netflix. So, like, you show your passion by how you spend your time. I think on some level. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, and I do think in some way because because the seed is planted in you or was in me, mm-hmm. that I don't know how that could not affect my experience with like trying to really find that fire. Yeah. Um, yeah. So going back to your question to me. So would you would you say that that your feel, thoughts, feelings, and expectations of passion as it relates to work w- was a detriment to you at some point? 
Possibly because then only recently this, oh, so last summer when I had lost my job, mm-hmm. my lovely friend Shelby, who does our intro, yeah, yeah. She, she gave me a couple book recommendations and I didn't even finish them actually. Sorry, Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot, but anyway, so I just haven't finished them yet, but I went through a lot of them or a lot of one of them and it was about a certain personality type and so I wondered if that actually also had something to do with it so not only the mm. maybe I was and set this, up you, to f- it's like your personality type you think, well or? possibly it, it really spoke to me um and it they they're called scanners okay um when it comes to things like work and i don't know if this is something also that as a generation we're experiencing because you see that now it's more common for resumes to be a lot more varied with like lots of jobs on them Mm -hmm. so it talks about that as being well first of all you're not alone in that um but that that's a so that's like a personality type is that you kind of maybe you get enough out of a job and decide to move on mm, and you're okay. looking for different things from different jobs so you think the the book talks about doing that regardless like if it's even a sideways move as far as income and stuff like that yeah well and it so it talks it like about you sorry yeah. um do you think it's really like you got enough out of a job like someone goes into a job expecting to gain experience rather than you just got sick of a job though in it's real probably reality both. okay well i feel like people don't if you have get that sick mindset of it, if you get sick of it then or maybe it's not maybe you do get sick of it but then looking back mm-hmm. it served its perfect its purpose and you had nowhere else to go because maybe the company wasn't ready for you to move on and so you're you get anxious like maybe it has to do with like being I don't know. Yeah. Unsettled, like in general. If I, well, I have a thought on that, but will I derail your, where you're going? Um, no, I don't think so. You can go. Okay. Well, so it's interesting that you say that because, uh, if you guys know who Robert Kiyosaki is, he is the, the writer of rich dad, poor dad, and a whole bunch of other books. I might as well mention one more so we can just put it in our, uh, links um the cash flow quadrant those are the two i would highly suggest uh rich, rich dad poor dad is like the famous one that like basically any almost any real estate entrepreneur will know that book and like almost quote it as the bible but so he does talk about having this mindset and i think this is a mindset that really successful people have is um what you were talking about like when you go into a job when you've gotten what all you can get from it, then you move on, which I don't think is typical. Like I think most people, it's more that they are like they can't take it anymore, or there's something has annoyed them enough, or like it's so if they're not yeah. moving, like if if they didn't go in there with the the thought that like I'm gonna get good at this job enough to get a better paying job, if they're moving from that to an equal paying job, I feel like it's because they're sick of it, almost. Always. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you're right. I'm. So maybe I'm. Well, I'm not. I'm not like criticizing like 
the book or anything but that's mm-hmm. kind of like my intuition or how i feel yeah but the the lesson to learn there is that i think successful people do go into it into a job and say how is this job gonna make me better and more marketable either to other jobs or what skills can i gain to not need a job anymore right so like for instance robert kiyosaki went he started off at like xerox the the copy machine place and he was a salesman and he went there and like became one of the top salesmen and like and learned selling and then after he had learned selling he left even though he was making lots and lots of money because he had acquired the skill so like he did that for a few different jobs and like so it's it's about viewing a job as a way to improve yourself to i mean really I mean, well, one, just self-improvement in and of its own accord is like something that successful people cherish. And then, but also thinking of that as a way to be able to earn more income in the future. So, and I never really went into a job thinking that. Um, This job, I kind of transitioned during the middle. And really all that meant for me was I, I found it really difficult to find ways to have the job like of what I was actually performing improve me other than to try to be better at interacting with people in a more positive way and I still I felt really short on that I think like I didn't have a good like working relationships like not bad but not like anything great or positive with any of my coworkers. and then like I tried to really focus on like the uh annoy the customers i viewed as annoying like trying to handle them with grace when i interacted with them and like leave with positive experiences and i mostly failed terribly on all that stuff mm-hmm. but it was something i was thinking about yeah and trying baby to, steps yeah so at least if nothing else i got the concepts that i have held with me since then that i still would really like to improve upon so Anything else? Well, we could go back to the spectrum thing. Oh, the I'm spectrum, supposed to remember. Yeah. But did I answer, or was there more that? I think you I don't even remember the question. It was about um, was I set up? Was it set up? Oh, was I? Did I feel set up almost to fail? Yeah, not to fail, but you know. Oh, like, I thought. Okay, so was it to when my I detriment? asked if I was going to derail you, I thought you had. Your answer was basically a. I had finished answering the question, but I misread that. So continue. Oh, um, or in conclusion or unless you had more, (laughs) I don't know. Well, so I think it's just been something I've been thinking about more recently because Mm -hmm. of the books that shall be recommended. Okay. And like even you and I talking about passion and your passion or lack of passion for the land business Mm -hmm. it's only i think been a recent thing i've thought about and something that she's talked about and the book talks about so she being shelby that she got from one of these books is you find like so if you feel like this personality is you and maybe Mm -hmm. maybe there is not the passion job out there for you maybe you're that type of person or maybe it's just realistic and you're realizing it 
Hey guys, I want to take a quick second to play a clip of our newest Patreon bonus content. The full length audio of this is about one minute long and it is not bleeped on our Patreon page. All you have to do is become a $5 a month patron uh, and you can listen to this uncensored. Man, fuck you cocksucking faggot motherfuckers. Why don't you motherfuckers eat shit and fucking die? How about that? Like I said, it's just a small clip. If you'd like to hear the part about finding us and feeding us the crocodiles, go over to Patreon. Now back to the show. The mm -hmm. great alternative is finding the, in their terms, least offensive job. Like, what is the least offensive thing to your sensibilities that you mm. can do to fund the things that you're you are maybe passionate, passionate about. about that are not income producing? Okay. Which is kind of what you you are talking about yeah like so you know being passionate about spending time with family and friends and yeah so that's a passion it's really hard to get paid for that right so yeah so the book it can be talks done, about a solution well sure but finding that what's what's a non-offensive job or maybe that's what it is non-offensive not okay. least offensive but they yeah th like that's words that they use a lot is find a non-offensive job mm -hmm. to help fund it and like it kind of even gives you a different mindset too yeah to work and like and i in a way i feel like this is a non-offensive job for you hmm this the wording is a little bit st strange like maybe it's just clashing with my current like way i think about things uh, because when I think non-offensive, I think defensive and like, Oh no, no, you don't want a defensive job. I don't think that's the idea. Right. Well, I think my job is offensive in a way in that, like I'm taking things head on. Like I'm, I'm being aggressive and you know, like aggressive and offensive or like synonyms in a way. Yeah. So like you see what it, so like, so maybe I would just change the word in my own mind or something like that but so yeah I it, think it, i'm sure it's not what they're saying but it just kind of makes a little check mark go off in my head hmm well i mean i think i see what you're getting at but it's it's non-offensive i would argue it's non-offensive to you because you're passionate enough about it that you don't feel like sleazy mm -hmm. Selling yeah. people land and buying land. What about non-oppressive? What? What about non-oppressive? Sure. I think Even that Even though I don't be... like thinking of things in that okay. <laughs> dichotomy either. Well, yeah. I don't I don't know a better term offhand. I'm just sharing. Yeah. The, that's the words they use. I guess, yeah. I book. just have to take it the way they mean it and not apply my yeah, own Yeah, so the way they it. mean it is that kind right. of like it's tolerable it's enough for you. It's not soul crushing. And it's not, yeah. It's not soul crushing. Sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's their recommendation for people to look at it that way. So mm -hmm. it's not saying find your passion and make that right. work for you. Just don't it's, despise waking up in the morning. Yeah. So, and that maybe has been a little bit of a wake up call. Mm -hmm. for me because maybe I've been chasing passion 
Yeah. And well, one, I haven't found it, or maybe my personality won't. Maybe, or it's mm-hmm. sl- not. I don't want to like really put myself down and say, "Oh, it's unrealistic what I want to do," or something like that. But no. at least for in the meantime, I think right. it, it gives a really doable in the meantime. Yeah. Solution. Mm-hmm. And I can get behind that. And I think that's kind of what the land business is for you, too. Yeah. Well, and I also thought of... If not better. Like, if not a better thing, because now that's your job. Right. Oh, yeah. But, like, also what I'm hearing from you is this may not be your end goal. This isn't your forever thing, necessarily. Like Not necessarily, no. Not necessarily. Mm -mm. You could still do this for years and have... Maybe yeah. a twenty-hour less work week, but yeah, you were just telling me the other day that the guys who kind of create this as a franchise, he does ten hours a month. Ten hours a month. So, that's something to be jealous of, or aspire to, I should say. So but yeah, but I don't know if that wraps it up or if you. No, I to talk thought of something. I probably something we should do in these more like nebulous episodes is like a so what section, like. How does this apply? Like, how can somebody use this information and apply it usefully in their own life? Yeah. Um, basically, if you listen to the show and you're like, okay, they found land and they're passionate about that. What can I find that I'm passionate about? Realize. That's not the takeaway. That's not the takeaway. Yeah, right. That's, it's like, yes. mm-hmm. find something like it's kind of ready fire aim really like i found land and then i found ways to write my own narrative into it that made me passionate about it retroactively like i didn't find land and be like oh that's a way that's my freedom machine that's not what i thought at first it was like land oh 200 300 to a thousand percent profit i should i should (laughs) yeah i should look more into that and then once i believed in it I was like, hang on a second. This ties into like the ideals that I hold in this way and that way. So I could find a way for toilet seats to be a freedom machine. Well, you could, but I still think, so maybe this goes back to that spectrum thing that I was going to talk about or that you were going to talk about. Sorry. I was supposed to remember. Yeah. I think you can probably do that but maybe only for so long i don't know or so yeah were you gonna add Let's see how much money it starts making us no i'm just kidding uh <laughs> yeah well Talk no i was gonna say spectrum. like because i think that's why i've i've left jobs too is it i can get behind it i can make the narrative work for me mm-hmm. but only for so long and maybe that's my personality is different than yours mm-hmm but yeah. I think you, the longevity with land is more than it would be with toilet seats. I can't say that with a certainty. Okay, fine. I mean, if toilet seats had made us three times as much money as we've made with land. I know. Okay, okay, okay. No, I'm not. I'm just, I'm thinking through it in my own head. So I'm saying. I wanted you to go back to the spectrum. Because I thought that's what yeah. 
that was about the toilet seats versus land. Yeah. So, well, yeah. So I think there's a spectrum. Yeah. You have like minimum acceptable spectrum. Like I think zero is perfectly acceptable as long as you don't hate it or um, find it morally offensive. Like as, and then like, and then you can, like I said, you can retroactively find ways to become more passionate about it when you can tie whatever, like you can even kind of be grasping at straws a little bit. If you find some way, like I could, I could tell myself a story about how toilet seats create freedom for people. I mean, it wouldn't be that hard. So like, <clears throat> I mean, if you find like a, a, an ideal or a perspective or something that really drives you, it's easy to kind of tie it into the story of what you're doing. Unless it's like, like I said, I would have a hard time tying freedom into selling sla- enslaved children. Uh, so like it's the level of dissonance between your ideals and what you're doing that overlap maybe creates your level of passion. I just thought of that on the fly. Nice. You see what I'm saying though? Like yeah. if my job were freeing nonviolent drug offenders from jail or something like that's a really high overlap of creating freedom yeah. for people. So I might be like super passionate about that. So like maybe Maybe that's where your passion comes from. Is over like you have a passion in your life that doesn't necessarily tie in a hundred percent to a job, but like the more overlap there is between the job and the passion, is the level of passion you can have for your job. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of something like the ratio of passion to income. Mm. Like, so you well, let's say you're passionate about freeing non or what did you say about drug non non-violent drug non-violent drug so let's say that's an actual job but it doesn't make yeah. any money and then on the other mm-hmm. end is the is oh. toilet seats where you're a millionaire i mean there might ah. be some some yeah. butter zone where it's the right ratio of income to to passion right. to, or like the overlap yeah because you've got a bare minimum income yeah and you've got a bare minimum passion right, right. so that's like how right you can love art. You can be like crazy about it. Yeah. And make no money. Right. Dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or or yeah or something that's. You're just yeah. So anyway, yeah. just some food for thought. Not that we can. Yeah. We I feel have like all the answers. <laughs> oh sure. But yeah, I think disclaimer like, for us, the land business. Yeah, we kind of meandered like we always do, but. I feel like the land business is a pretty high overlap. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. And I intend to make a lot of money doing it. You're passionate enough. Yeah. It checks the boxes. Yeah. Of passionate enough. Now I'm going back on my whole thing. (laughs) Uh, I was telling people I'm not passionate to go find something they're not passionate about. No, that's (laughs) not that. I don't think that is what you're saying. No. Okay. I don't. I just think. Maybe people were looking at it as an absolute. Passion or not passion. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah. not as simple as passion or not passion. Yeah. Maybe. Or maybe. But yeah. You don't have to I get butterflies. Know. Yeah. But like for. It was really something for you to stop and think about when your dad and your brother were like, glad I found you found something you're passionate about. Yeah. And you're 
you're in the back of your head thinking, well, no, maybe that's not true, but it's right. true enough. True enough to let me keep doing it. Yeah. All right. We're going to have to turn this into two episodes. Again. Again. And Jeez. Sorry, we might we might do it. We might do one this week and one next week because we're busy. <laughs> 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 and I'm going to have to edit this myself. We started having someone else edit them for us for um, five bucks on Fiverr. Maybe I should have a, mm. a little bonus episode about VAs, virtual assistants. You, yeah, you need to. If you read the uh, four-hour work week, you'll learn what they are. So anyway, All we'll right. talk to you next Monday. Peace out. Later. Thanks for listening to When Can I Quit My Job? Please remember to support the show by visiting whencanIquitmyjobshow.com and clicking the Patreon and Amazon links. Also, subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tell your friends about us. Liz and Noah are not financial or legal advisors, and all information given on this podcast should be consumed for entertainment purposes only.